Do you realize that there are places in <laughs> Southern America where you can buy handbags made of human scrota? All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. It fixes the cable. Suppose something happened to her between now and Monday. Who'd get her money? Her husband. I'd get it all. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's my so girlfriend. You stole it from a black guy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, my it's girlfriend's dog. Well, so you see, so you're dating a racist. Oh. It never ends. It's a bottomless wow. pit, honky. <laughs> it is almost after dark here at Black Dog Video. That makes this uh, Black Dog After Dark, or otherwise called the Black Dog Video After Dog After Dog Podcast. After dog. After, dog? after a dog, sit down and listen to, uh, yes. to, to, to three white folks talk about a black and white movie. Um, I am Dylan Reimer. I'm a uh, stand-up comic as well as a, an irregular employee here at Black Dog Video in Vancouver. Yeah, sure. And to my left, as always, is... My name is Alex Chisholm. I am an employee of Black Dog Video. I'm a programmer at the Rio Theater down the street, and as usual, I write all of Dylan's material. Yeah, that's why it always tanks. <laughs> yeah, that's why he hasn't worked in five months. Whoa, who are you? Oh, me? Oh, yes, I'm Darren Gay. I own this uh, sweaty, fetid establishment on this hot July night. Sun's still up. People are driving around on their big fucking motorcycles. We've had to leave the door open uh, just to get some fresh air in here because it is hot. Um, so hopefully there won't be too many interruptions, too many yahoos uh, going by. It, it lends a, an air of badassery. That's true. It, it's, it's like the road warrior in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the road warrior in here, exactly. Yeah. Or, a, or a, like a lawnmower factory. Yeah. Um, so we're doing something different this time around, somewhat different, um, going way back into uh, the vaults of a movie that none of us haven't seen before. Well, uh, Alex, you had seen this before, yeah. right? No, like, well, I... Oh, hold like on. Before, before we continue, the movie is Sudden... It's called Sudden Oh, yeah, Fear, we should probably talk about the... What the uh, is starring Joan Crawford and Jack Palance, directed by David Miller. 1952. So, just... just that's how far back we're going. Yeah. I think this might be the farthest back we've gone. Well, we... No, Scarlet, Scarlet Princess, Empress was... But that... that, that and we also did... We also did Thief of Baghdad, but which uh, got lost in what, the... What was clouds. that, like the 30s? Yeah, 20s or 30s or something like that. Anywho, so, uh, yeah, we're doing 1952's Sudden Fear, which was a suggestion by a, uh, by a somewhat intoxicated Alex P. Chisholm. Yes. Um, what does the P stand for? Uh, <laughs> First of all, no? I don't know. Well, it's not. I don't have a P. He's making fun of Alex P. Keaton. Yes. Oh. My middle initial is J, if you really need to know. Alex for, P. Chisholm. For, for J? Like Homer J? Jis no, for Joseph. Jism. Is that a... Jism? Is, is that a... Is that a... Is like a biblical name? Just a name. I don't know. You have you, to ask my folks. They called me Joseph, I suppose. Give me their number. Give me their number right now. Actually, now that I think about it, well, I mean, it's a cop. And name, he's off. But it would have been my <laughs> uncle as well. I had an uncle now long deceased named Joe. 
That's so I was it. probably named after him. Yes. Okay, Joe. So, uh, um, yeah, Sudden Fear. I did pick this one. I My introduction to this film, I'm a Rolling Stones fanatic. And any Rolling Stones fans who might be listening, their most iconic album, Exile on Main Street, I have the CD cover just to illustrate. Arguably be their best album Arguably as well. their best, but they're mo- probably their most famous album. They're Sgt. Pepper, some mm. say. Uh, Bridges to Babylon. <laughs> Steel Wheels. Yeah, Steel, Steel Wheels. Voodoo Lounge. But no, we uh, it, it, that famous Rolling Stones album, if you've ever seen the gatefold cover on the CD or on the original album, there's a picture of a movie box office. And it has a large poster of Joan Crawford recoiling in fear. I can see it. And the photo's yeah. very Only striking. I'm showing it. the CD to Darren and Dylan. I saw this album first when I was a little kid, and the photo left. It's a really striking image of Joan Crawford. And I'd always wondered about what movie that was because it doesn't identify with the movie. And years later, we around 2015, we got in a DVD. Here at Black Dog, we got in a DVD of Sudden Fear back in 2015. And it has a similar a image year. of Joan Crawford in it so on the cover. So I, I thought, oh, that's the movie that's advertised on the Exile Main Street cover. I uh, That stoked my interest to see this film. I'd always been curious since seeing the photo on the Stones record. So I at the beginning of the pandemic, during the pandemic, I decided to watch a lot of films that I just never had the time to sit down and watch before. And this was one of them. Were you hoping to, uh, the cover. Were you hoping to get some, were you hoping that the Stones did the soundtrack? No, I knew it was before, you know, when the Stones would have been little kids, 1952. Right. 20 years before Exile Main Street wow. was released. There you go. Um, however, though, wow. I did some research just building up to the podcast, and it's actually not the film on Exile Main Street. So that would be like, the that, photo be like is, Radiohead put, the, uh, like, uh, the photo, Space Jam on see, there. the photo album. is similar, but it's not the same Everyone, film. can everyone see that? Everyone can look at it. Well, I'm just showing it to my two colleagues If you have here, a copy of Exile on colleagues. Main Street. Oh, and Sudden yes. Fear in your house. Uh, but anyway, they're not. it's not the movie that's in the Exile on Main Street photo montage. It's, that movie is a George Cooker film. I googled it just uh, to do some last minute um, why don't we watch fact that one? checking. Because we don't have it. Oh. But I did some fact checking just before this podcast. And... That's the photo inside Axel on Main Street is a movie called A Woman's Face. And it's directed by George Cougar. But she's That's striking a very similar right. image in, in both promo photos. That being said, I decided to watch Sudden Fury. I checked out a lot of film noir. I wanted this podcast to be originally us each discussing a pick from the pandemic. Something that impressed us that we may have pandemic discovered picks. during the pandemic. But it's we just narrowed it down to this one movie. Well, but you know that the that's pe- my long spiel as to that's how sure, that sure was. why we picked sudden fear tonight. Um, you know, I, sorry, you know that the pandemic's not over, and we can still. I'm aware of that. Still, I yeah. just mean the initial shutdown when everyone was staying home in the streets. So it made it. it made it. Did you? Did you get like a it made an impression on you? You get a tattoo of Joan Crawford or anything on you on your back or anything? It, uh, no, but uh, it was like an indentation impression. Like oh. it kind of crushed me. The movie. Wow. The pose she's striking on the cover. It's on. Yeah. It's like it's in, in your chest. heart. It's pressed into my chest. You got a tattoo on the inside. Yeah, on the inside. Wow. But I really, yeah, I really enjoyed the film and and um, yeah. You know, thought it could be an interesting pick for a podcast. I once I, wa- I watched a movie because of a, a rock band once. Uh, ain't, uh, true story. Angels One Five. Never it was an, old, it. an old World War Two uh, Air Force movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, only because it is featured in Pink Floyd's The Wall. 
Um, so did you have any, did you know anything about this movie before? I knew it existed. Uh, we don't, we only have it at this location. We don't have it over, over yonder at Canby Street. Um, I just knew it existed. We can, we have a, such a robust, uh, noir section. It could always yes. be better. You know, I could always add more, but it's mm -hmm. a, I've always seen it in there. Uh, I've always been interested in it cause I love noir and I've never watched it until two nights ago. Uh, speaking of our, our, uh, collection, um, we could probably do better than the DVD copy we have. Like the uh -huh. volume is incredibly oh, I, low. I had to turn it up to like, like on my, yeah. on my amp, my amp goes to a hundred. I yeah. had it on 73. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. so I could hear it. I had my, yeah, I cranked I, it too. I yeah. hate to admit it, but I switched to YouTube and watched it. Um, well, I just cast it from my phone. <laughs> I know, but it was a crystal clear print right. and, uh, and, and I could actually hear what they were saying. A nice, a nice Blu-ray. There um, is a Blu-ray. Uh, oh, but you should mention it was recently released, maybe oh. two years ago. I'll have to sneak it out And then. also there is, uh, it's, it seems so ridiculous, but there are eight missing seconds yeah. But now there's a, a, a Blu-ray with that missing eight seconds. It, it's is a it... montage scene where she's having a nightmare about being murdered, oh, where okay. she, she's falling out a window and, they... and all of that. For some reason, because they cut still, that out. No, that's on the DVD. Oh, well, then it's a different print. Maybe, because uh... what they were saying online was that the 98 So, release... Mr. Smarty Pants, so YouTube might look better, but it's missing. Well, yeah. it's, it was yeah. actually, actually Wikipedia. See, Wikipedia see, what is... see what leads, what, where traitorous behavior leads to? Yeah. You, you mean where yeah. I got the information? This was not on YouTube, but rather on, on uh, IMDb. And yeah. Wikipedia. Did they, could oh, it, I'm saying I'm not saying the information is wrong. I'm just saying. And also, had you watched the DVD, uh, I would. I you would have seen those eight seconds. And then I would have forgotten that the volume was cranked to to 178. Uh -huh. And then I would have switched back to like regular porn. Did it? Did and it I have a, the windows out? Did it, did it have a Jack Palance's nude scene in, in the one you watched? <laughs> Full Dawn. Who knew? Jack, oh, Jack Balance. Uh, that was his nickname in Hollywood. <laughs> the tripod. Anyway, so Sudden Fear, uh, yes. directed by David Miller. I didn't have a chance to look up. Uh, I don't any know. Other Films, is, but his I've, other big film is uh, Lonely Are the Brave. Now, he, he, now at home, you think that yeah. Alex just knew that off the top of his head, but he had to look at the back of the I box. did look at the back of the cover, but I'm aware of that film. Yeah. Um, I've not seen it, but I'm aware of the title. Jack Pound. Now, i got to be honest. Like, like uh, I, I, Every year, I tell myself that my New Year's resolution is I'm going to watch more foreign films, more documentaries. More, I do the same and, thing. And more black and white. Stuff I haven't seen before. And, and I never do. I'm so glad that, that you picked this one. Thank you. It's an interesting viewing experience, uh, to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um it's old. It's black and white. Yeah, and and they they actually the list era. Joan Crawford's uh, who makes her clothing. Uh, five people. <laughs> yep, they had five. I wrote that down. Five costume people, including uh, some someone with one name, Tula. Oh, Tula. Tula, and then uh, hats by Rex. Nice, <laughs> Rex. Yeah. Not like Oedipus. Yeah, yeah. No, T-Rex. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, a Mark, a very young Mark Boland. No, no, no an actual T-Rex. The credit that oh, touched yeah. me. Who's the actor? I'm sorry, I don't know this actor otherwise, but... It seemed to be. I think they list in the beginning Touch Collins or something. I saw that name too. The person's their first name's Touch. I may be mistaken. That's, got, that's, got, okay, that's got me too. Right if there's, if there's Touch like diehards out there who are mad at me for not knowing this actor, there are no crazy. there are no Touch diehards. So. Touch Collins, Phil Collins. Yeah, it's Touch a, Phil Collins. A, I could be wrong. It's a whole about bunch the last of verbs. Name, yeah, but um, I did get a kick out of the first. Was he? Did he play the old drunk? We'll we'll get around to the old drunk. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so... Oh, they all did the, the whole groping He just immediately starts sexually <laughs> harassing her? Yeah. <laughs> they even harassing her. They're groping her on the sidewalk. Well, just like, kudos to those five people, or and or four and the Tyrannosaurus Rex, yeah, who yeah. Uh, who did her uh, Lady Crawford's wardrobe. Yeah. Because in every frame of this movie, she looks fucking incredible. Fabulous. Even Colin. when she's... Time is of the essence. It's one o'clock, or it's literally midnight, 
and she has to sneak out and, and, and do this plan, uh-huh. she still takes the time to, yeah. to, to just look Don't amazing. She looks great. Yeah. 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 I can't believe I'm not more... The, before this, Joan Crawford for me, uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane is probably the only Joan Crawford movie right. I've seen. Uh, she's all about Eve, right? No, that's no. Betty Davis. Betty Davis. Yeah. yeah. But Davis who is also in... Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yes. That's probably why I thought her most it. famous, like Joan Crawford, made many amazing films, but her most famous is uh, Mildred, Mildred Pierce. Pierce and Mommy Dearest. Well, which she's not <laughs> in, but but Mildred Pierce, she uh, won she's, an Oscar for. She's it. looking at us right now. Oh, there she is. That's yeah. Faye Dunaway. That's Faye Dunaway as. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Faye Dunaway and Crawford. Mommy Dearest. No, yeah. it's her playing Joan Crawford. Yeah, her most famous film is probably Mildred Pierce, for yep. which won an Oscar. Superb film, although. By the way, I revisited it during COVID. I, I watched three Drone Crawfords because I was so impressed by her performance in Sudden Fear. But Sudden Fear was my favorite, my favorite of the three. I rewatched Mildred Pierce, and I also watched one we have called Possessed, right. which is quite good, but yeah. I didn't uh, like it as much. Yeah, all, as of, the, all of those uh, titles came up on, on YouTube. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't be mentioning them. <laughs> <laughs> you and your YouTube, love for YouTube. Well, no, I do like YouTube. Sure, go work for I, them. I'm a bit of a YouTube addict. I, I don't use um, YouTube at all. Well, no, just I mean, just for for like you know arbitrary, stupid, pointless bullshit. Right. And well, the that's news. what it, that's what it does. Um. Yeah, she's terrific. I don't know how I've yeah. ignored uh, Joan Crawford my whole life. In fact, I've seen way more uh, Jack Palance performances than Joan Crawford. It's funny because uh, sorry, I, I I'm trying to think of outside of City Slickers what I've actually seen Jack Palance, and I know he's been in a ton of shit. Oh, Young Ripley's Guns. Believe it or not, in the eighties. Believe it. Oh uh, yeah. No, I, I don't think I, I don't think I watched that. Oh uh, wait, I have seen Young. Well, Guns. we knew him as bad guys, like, like yeah. in City well, Slickers. Well, look at that face on him. He's a bad guy. Uh, it looks like his face isn't big enough, and they kind of had to <laughs> stretch it on. Are we talking about this movie here? Uh, in this, Let's, he looks even weirder when he's well, young. Well, when when he first appeared on the on the screen, it was like, whoa! <laughs> actually, I actually said to myself, whoa, because his head's enormous. He, he looks to me, he looked like a jack o' lantern that had been left out in the porch until April. <laughs> yeah. and Shane, I, he was in Shane, right? I, and I, like I've I, I've always thought, especially in this one, like Jack Palance. For me, try to imagine like um, try to imagine walking Phoenix or uh, Vincent Gallo. It's sort of like their dad in a way. Like he has guys, that those, same kind those of guys, strange. Those two guys are pretty handsome guys. Well, they are, but they still have that unusual pointy face. I'm not putting these guys down. Sounds I, like and, you are. And I'm not saying Jack Palance is not handsome. No, he's I, not. He, I think he is. <laughs> he's, but in, they this, have these, in this movie, he's terrifying They looking. have these he, strikingly uh, triangular faces, almost like a bird-like face. He reminded me oh, a lot. Oh, wow. You, you're just bigging him right up, aren't he you? He reminded me a lot. Ladies, he's got a triangular bird-like face. <laughs> he reminds me a lot. Yeah, of Vincent, everyone to fuck a starling. He, he reminds me a lot of Vincent Gallo in this film, like Grin, Vincent oh. Gallo's grandfather. I, uh, another role. actor where I think I've seen maybe one movie that he's been in I saw him get blown in the brown bunny and that was about it right Buffalo 66 no never, never Buffalo 66 is a great film that's one that always Trouble comes every up day? On, comes up all the time Buffalo 66 that's on this cool. podcast so the movie starts out uh, New York I think it's or Chicago I think it's Chicago is it New York oh, it's, a, no, it's, I think it's a theater it's, 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 I think it's in, in it's in a New theater York. in New York yeah and, and, uh, in, the, in, the, in the midst of uh, an audition yeah. and Jack Palance uh, playing it's uh, actually not an audition it's they're basically the guy's already signed Okay, it's, well, it's a it's a it's a rehearsal. Yeah. Anyway, Joe Crawford is a playwright. She's the she's the playwright. She's the playwright, playwright of this play, and Jack Palance is delivering lines on stage. Right. And uh, he's basically the man that the producers and the director have chosen for the part. 
but Joan Crawford doesn't like his look. No. Well, yeah, because yeah, he's as homely as a mule's ass. Like Jack Skellington. He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's not a he's not a handsome leading man, but he's got. A, they say he's a good actor. He's got a nice oh, voice. Yeah, he's he very, just doesn't un- look. I don't think he's that he's not handsome, but he's very unusual, unconventional. Looking yes, he's unconventional. for a romantic lead. Yes, and that's what I find interesting about this film. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but in the early phases of this movie, after this particular scene. I find he does come across like a romantic, sweet guy. Really? Yeah. Well, but, but he's acting, right? Well, he is acting. But anyway, but, but, let's or, stick to or, this scene. Or is he? Who let's knows? stick to this scene. He's basically rehearsing a scene for this play. Joan Crawford vetoes him and tells the director to sack him. Right. And he's good. Like It, it, it comes in on his monologue. Mm-hmm. And he's terrific. But, um, and and he's, he's readily pissed. He yells at her and then storms off. And then... He, he oh, no, he, no he, has a, he has a great... He has a, he yells at her in, a, in the best burn ever. Yeah, it was a good burn, wasn't it? Well, which is a very intelligent burn. Do you want to go with it? Well, yeah, because he talks about how Casanova, who's, right. you know, everyone thinks the greatest lover of all time or whatever you want to yeah. call him, or he's synonymous with romance and seduction, in fact, was a very homely well, person. Well, he, he keeps saying, when you're in San Francisco, you go to the Casanova you go to, Museum. You, you go to the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll see a painting of Casanova. And you see, it looks like yeah, his ears were all misshapen. He had a hair lip, <laughs> ah, a big booger in his yeah. nose. Yeah. Yeah, booger, yeah. Fucking, he didn't have any hair. Yeah. He took a shower. Balls. Kevin Spacey he had no teeth. He, you know. he looked like Kevin Spacey's ass. So there you go. So yeah, you should love me. Like I didn't really understand his point. Like yeah, he kept like, going on no, and on got, about the museum. I got it. I, well, it was like educate yourself. He basically implies she's ignorant and, and narrow-minded about how can. What a conventional yes. uh, romantic lead should be. He heard about this role, and he went to a museum, and he looked at a painting. <laughs> that guy's never been in a museum in his life. He, he was just researching the role. And, yeah, and yeah. who knows? I don't even know. If the, the, I don't think the role was Casanova. Anyway, it's... It's not Casanova. No, no, no. It's no, he's a just, he, he's just oh, using... the just, play. He, he uses because, because he's Because Casanova's the, the lover, the famous lover. Yeah. And women flock to him. Um, probably because he's cut, you know... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Jack Balance. Yeah, Jack, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's his point. Is like you don't have to be good looking to be, you know, a romantic, romantic guy. and yeah. seductive. Yeah, yeah you just have to you just have to tell a woman that you could break all her bones because you love her so much. <laughs> yeah, he says that's some, right. he says some weird things in <laughs> yeah, this movie. I'll just break all of your bones. So he has a little uh, he has a little hissy fit. Yeah, you know, and then he then he storms off, and then the the the, the, the plays a hit. Um, so, you know, it's uh, like, Halfway to Heaven is the name of the play. Right. Which, yeah. becomes a huge which I actually hit. thought would be a better name for the movie. Because well, so Sudden Fear is not a very good name because it doesn't really make any sense in the context, in the context no. of the movie because there's no sudden fear, really. There is sudden fear. Well, there's one, the one moment when she realizes things. Later on, yeah, yeah. I think, which is an incredible, incredible moment. But she... Um, she gets on a yeah, train. Yeah, the, the play becomes a huge hit. She's a highly successful playwright. And, uh, yeah, the play becomes a huge hit. And then when she's leaving New York to go back to San Francisco, she's seen off by some of her friends. Yeah. And? And then, uh, and then uh, Jackie D. D? P. P. Jackie, Jackie P. Just happens to be uh, on the old, same train. Old Pumpkinhead just happens to yeah. be on the, on the same train. I'm surprised you can fit on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a coincidence. He saw her at the bar and he followed her on the train, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really ma- it doesn't really matter. They get to chatting. Yeah. She tries to apologize or explain herself and he's like, "No, nah, it's all right. I get it." Like kind of I, I get her. it. You had to do what you had to do or whatever. <laughs> and it was like it's like there's Sydney Sydney Green Street. And it's like like right off well right right off the bat you're like, "Oh, something's going on." He's he's emulating the creepy vibe 
For me, he was anyway, he right is, off the bat. But I still wasn't 100% sure if he was up to no good or not. When I first saw this movie, I thought, like, I, he still was convincing enough, like, the way they portray this, because the two of them sort of fall for each other on the train, or so you think. I thought it was conceivable while watching it. Like, I still didn't know what was going to happen. And I was thinking, maybe they will fall in love. Maybe something horrible will happen to him. Maybe she'll have to take the law in her hands. Like, I wasn't really sure. Yeah, where yeah. It was well, that's going. good. It's good. Oh, it's it was totally, still yeah. open enough yeah. that it's plausible in these scenes that he's, he has run into her by coincidence. Yeah. And, well, and they're genuinely they're, 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 really, they're, 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 they're not giving any clues that, that, is, that there's anything else going and on. The two of them have really great chemistry. Although, although, although he's 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 a little snippy with the porter. I was a little, eh, that's a little that's bit. That's true, to me, yeah. to me, that's a bit of a red flag it's if true, I was Joan true. Crawford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're on the train uh, and he takes her to Chicago, we never see that. Maybe one no, no, because they even had the conversation. Okay, yeah, they have a conversation. She's he's going to take her out and show her all the sights of Chicago. He says yeah. he even literally, literally says. Uh, put your Chicago lipstick on. That's right. Put on your Chicago lipstick on. Because I'm going to show you a hot dog cart and a fucking sure. the, the theater and a museum. It is weird because yeah. he knows stuff about her, like the kind of drinks she gets yeah. and stuff. So he's obviously done some weird research. Well, he yeah. said he said he that he, 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 reads on, the trades he, or he said he read the papers. You know, which yeah. actually isn't that crazy. Like in Variety. Yeah. Well, especially back then, like the gossip columns did focus in on. We saw, you know, Burt Lancaster having a rum and soda with the like. Yeah. He sometimes. Is that, is, that what, is that what Burt Lancaster? Drunk, drank rum and sodas in my uh, in your dreams in my example <laughs> theoretical anecdote. Uh, okay. yeah. I'd love to have a gin and soda with Burt Lancaster. Yeah, I, I, well, I would have done it when he was. I'd alive. say the only movie of yours. Could, I've, the only movie I've seen of yours is Tough Guys, and he'd go, "That's unfortunate." <laughs> yes, that would be unfortunate. Tough, well, I don't know, tough guy with Kirk Douglas, right? He's still alive, know. is he? No, he's no, dead. he, he just, just died. Yeah. One hundred and two, like, like this morning. Um, so anyway, so so uh, they fall in love. Yeah, long story well, short, there's a, there's a scene that they they mentioned. It's like 1952, and they were talking about I guess coincidence or whatever. And they mentioned that there's two billion people on the planet. We're all, we're like at what six or eight or seven million? Seven billion? We're up to seven, more than seven. In now. in 60 years, 70 years, we've got we've like tripled that. They said we're gonna. Oh, that's, I don't I don't want to get into it. I just read a thing. That's about terrifying that to me. Yeah, but it's going to taper off. I read this thing. Well, COVID's going to taper it off, right? Well, that and people can't afford to have kids anymore. And yeah. so they're like, they're, they're reporting this like it was a bad thing. They're like, oh, we're going to be, we're not going to, exponential growth is going to stop by, by 2100. We need this to stop. Yeah, it's like, There's it, too many fucking people. Yeah, it's like, that's a good thing. It's like, but, yeah. but what about our economy? Like, we'll change the economy. Yeah. Anyways. Did they sleep together on the train? Or was I don't that, think was, so, I, but I don't they think... dine together and stuff like Ooh, that. Ooh, they dine together. There is a moment where, like, the porter ma- makes a comment about, should I shut the door? And they're alone together, and he says... He's an asshole. He says, asshole. <laughs> I know. He doesn't say asshole, asshole. It's a residential <laughs> fucking neighborhood, and that guy's driving, like, 60. Sorry. Yeah. He, he broke his train of thought. Now he's all sad. The door, the porter. Yes, the porter asked if he would leave the door open. The porter, they're alone in a, in a car together when they were first talking, and he says, should I close the door? And... Jack Palance says no, and I noticed her reaction is like, "Whoa, he's like a gentleman for saying that." Yeah, it was. Like it she was, has some really interesting. Well, it was. It was an interesting reaction because the, the the way he his line reading on that to me said it was like, "No, yeah. like that that's the way I got it. Like I wouldn't want to, you know, like he wasn't even he wouldn't sleep with her. Yeah, like, he, oh, he wasn't I didn't attracted get that to her. Reaction. That, I got that, it as just. And like, then and then she looked at him as like. What? Oh yeah, I got okay. it. I got that's it. interesting. I, that's I didn't how I read that. I read it more like like, like I think she like, I think she wanted him to say yes to close the door yeah and so they could you know get it on oh, you know jack balance and all 
But anyway, yeah, they basically become uh, involved during this train trip. And it does say they got off at Chicago at one point and showed her around. <laughs> but they both arrive in San Francisco and immediately she's basically inviting him out to... Well, she, she, she invites her, yeah, they go, they go to dancing and drinking yes. and something like that. And, and then, then they go back to her place. Yeah. And she records him without she, his consent. Well, she shows him that. Well, she, she, no, no, she gets his she, consent. She mentions that she has this weird recording thing that yeah. she just flips a button. She walks around her apartment and just talks. And it's, and it's like a dictaphone kind of thing. It's a dictaphone that yeah. turns on when she stops talking yeah. and turns off. When so she obviously, stops this talking. is going to be coming into play later yes. in the movie. Oh, but, I see. I thought that it was that she had hit record. I guess I must have been making a sandwich or something. <laughs> you I, I, your sandwiches. I do love a sandwich. Yeah, but you don't shouldn't make it while you're watching a movie. I'm listening. I know. I, you have a bad a, habit of doing this. There is a pause button on your I'm remote. Listening, yes. I'm, I'm listening no, to the movie. But it's a visual medium. Making a sandwich. No, you're, you're walking away and not paying It's not anyways, a radio play. I got the yeah, idea that she records people against their will. No, not no. at all. No, um, she's explaining what back then would have been a high piece of... Like a high tech, high tech piece of technology. High piece tech of technology. Uh, tech of tech, yeah. yeah. A high tech piece of recording, and he's impressed by it. And she explains how it works. It's a dictaphone that cuts onto a record, and if you, it starts when you start speaking. It starts mm. recording. Yeah. And if you stop talking, it stops recording. It's voice activated. It's voice activated. Huh. And she uses it for making notes and for writing her. her plays right. and scripts and things like that. I, I, yeah, no, I, I figured she did it for her plays. I just thought that because he does this big soliloquy from he, one of her he, plays and then she's like, oh, let's listen to that. And I, I'm like, why isn't he more alarmed that he was being recorded? No, not at all. No, it's totally Gives the soliloquy he was giving when he got fired from the play. Only this time she basically falls in love with him. You can see her falling for him yeah. even more. Well, she says a, she's flattered. I like, I like to get back to her apartment. And uh, she offers him, can I get you a drink? Uh, you know, water, milk, scotch. And uh, and he goes, I'll have whatever you're having. She goes, great, milk. <laughs> yeah. And I, ew. Like, who? What milk a, after well, a hard night of drinking. And, and what adult still drinks milk? Like, that's ridiculous. I don't know. I drink well, Jack milk. Do you drink milk? Fuck yeah. Why? Jack Balance is a growing you're boy. A, you're not a baby. It's not delicious. delicious. It's fucking gross. Delicious. I've never liked it. You, you, you drink cow milk. You don't drink like, you know, cat or rat or anything Human. like that. Horse milk. Do you drink Snake, horse milk? Bat. No, don't do bat. Not anymore. Yeah, no more bat milk for you. Uh, cookies. Any Like any kind of baked good or a peanut butter sandwich, I absolutely have to have a glass <sighs> of milk. I buy organic milk. I'll have a glass in the morning. Sometimes Did you just, just drink it straight? Yeah. Just like Mr. T. Um, milk does the body good. Well, that's, what they, that's what they tell you. Yeah. And uh, Jack Palance is he? I just kept thinking of Frankenstein through this whole movie. He is so lanky and you terrifyingly strong. Just, well, just, no, well, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's also it's all it's all it's also the lighting because it's it's noir, it's black and white, lots of shadows. Whenever you see him, like you don't really see his eyes, you see his protruding <laughs> brow and just like just darkness. And his eyes. weird bird yeah. face. He's like a horrifying bird man. <laughs> kind of reminds me of you, bird man. <laughs> you and your high school production of Arsenic and Old Place, where I played Boris Karloff. I was there. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. What, were you, what were you doing there? You like just, just watching. I would. That's why I asked. Just watching teenagers. Mm. I'm not like, saying I'm a I'm a catch. I'm just saying Jack Palance looks like Frankenstein in a suit. You he know? does. He does. Uh, Without the bolts. And so yeah. every time he moves, but he's very graceful. Yeah, you know, he's, for, he's for an orangutan, he's for a giant man. monster that wants to break all your bones because he loves you so much. <laughs> that is, that's one of the best lines for sure. Oh, there, um, there are many oh, great I, lines. I, 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 kept, I kept thinking at this point, it's like, oh, please, I don't want to see a love scene. I know there's, they don't really shoot much in the line of love, shoot much in the line of love scenes back in the fifties, but and then I kept thinking, like, what is, what, what would it be like to kiss 
to make out with um, Joan Crawford. Terrifying. Yeah. I don't know. I think kind of like kissing your mom. I think. He goes to Lee. She throws him a party. Yeah. And he does. He fails to show up. Yeah. For and her. she's phoning him and phoning him, and he's like stalking around his apartment. And, uh... and this is when the first time I watched the movie, this was when I was like, okay, this dude is doing bad shit. I thought up until this point he's a bit shady. But maybe something will happen to him. Well, we should also mention that... But at um, this point, I'm like, this is confirming that he's... We should also mention that in, uh, Joan Carver's character in this movie is, is very rich. Oh, yes. Yes. oh yeah, yeah. She, well, she, she, she comes, she comes yeah, she's from old wealth, money. But, she's an heiress. But she's, all, but she's also made her own money as a playwright. And on top of that, yeah, as a playwright, she's highly successful. In fact, earlier in the, in the movie, she mentioned the heiress comment is mentioned to her she says she wishes people would draw it back right? yeah it's it's, 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 brought, it's brought up in well, they shouldn't have wrote it it's brought up in a review which is interesting because she she um they start talking about like why is it she it became a playwright i think did she mention something about um i got the impression that she likes to structure things like they're sort of planting that seed that she's good at like at planning and mm-hmm. Like methodically figuring things out, I thought. Well, she's a playwright. Yeah, it was oh, just yeah. a great bit of character development because yeah. he, he's, he's, he's a phony actor. But I, I didn't, I didn't understand why. I didn't understand the scene why he was answering her phone and then she shows up at his apartment. He tries to escape but gets caught by her, he gets and then to... says he kind of wants to break up. With he her says, her. Yeah. "There's no room in my in your life for me or whatever." Which is just like just toying with her to oh, get her yeah, to, absolutely to get her to, to get her to want I, him more. This is when I was like, okay, the ambiguity of this character so far. Like whether or not he wants to do harm is erased here. This dude is bad. Yeah, he's totally conning her here. It's weird. I still thought I because it's was... in a way to kind of reinforce Although, like how much she needs. But still, him. maybe he. If you look at it another way, you could think maybe he was feeling insecure. Maybe he just was not feeling part of that life, and maybe he that's he just thought it best for him. Or he could well, that's him. what he's trying to get yeah. across. But the fact that it still wasn't a, it, still it was wasn't the that. way he is in the scene, like. Ignoring her call and stuff, and he looks. It, he's not really, and she's brain, not there right? yet. He's not looking like someone who's insecure. He's looking like someone who's he's being methodical yeah. and well, he's like got that very face, devious. You know yeah. that, that giant, you know, bird yeah. face. He's not because he does. <laughs> yeah, he has his unusual looks. I feel he he does convey a lot of like nice guy early on, but in this point, it's like no, this guy's up to no good. He's up to no good. He's a no good. Nick. He's a bad yeah. egg. He's a scofflaw. Yeah, He's we <laughs> we knew he was a cat at this point. At this point, well, no, I, I still the script still had me guessing because I was like, I know this is film noir, so there's got to be some sort of. And they had mentioned because they it's it's when they go to to like some villa or something. Yeah, she's got like a like a lake house. That's when I really like, knew something was. Well, there, there's there's a scene when they're running down the steps and he's freaking out because you know there's no there's no railing and you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself. To me, I was like, well, foreshadowing for sure. Oh yeah, he's oh, but, but, sure. but it never came back into play. But before we get to that, it it's does like, so. Not so, really. So it does. It's almost. It's later on in the movie. He plans to do that to her. And plans but to. But they don't go on yes. back to the yeah. house. Is what I, I want to say. Um, because this is a movie that not a lot of people have seen, we should maybe go easy on the spoilers. Yes, of yes. course. Like the more, normally, we just give give everything out there. It's sixty years old. I know, but like, uh, do, do you guys 70. know? Do you guys know anybody who's seen it? I always say spoilers. Okay. It, it, it's right there in the. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe most of the movies that we do on the show are uh, people Fair, have seen. Well, spoilers. Okay, well, there's spoilers coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, this is a spoiler podcast. That's true. So anyway, if but... you, you know what? Okay, actually. Uh, listener, if if you're that dedicated, and we do appreciate your uh, your patronage and your loyalty, put it on pause. Um, Watch the movie first, and then listen. Go to you. Go to YouTube. Bring up. Uh, go to sudden... Black Dog Commercial Drive and rent it. I mean, yeah, go to Black. Turn Dog. your Norman volume up. <laughs> Turn your volume up as loud as or, you can go. Or nag Darren into getting a Blu-ray. 
well, I, um, copy yeah. of this, which would be great on Blu-ray. And then go buy a Blu-ray player. And then come back after all of that and then listen to it after yeah. after, after a couple of weeks yeah. of homework. Yeah, put it on and While you're at it, check out Exile on Main Street if you haven't heard it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah It's yeah, a great yeah. record. You pick up the vinyl. And it, but it doesn't have anything to do with this movie. But yeah, do that. Well, I mean, the picture. It's it has, not, it's, it but, it's, picture. But, but it's not from this and movie. You might want to brush up on Young Guns and, uh, and yeah, City Slickers. City Slickers, yeah. All right, well, this episode. See ya. Oh, and the first Batman with Michael Keaton, Jack Balance is in that. Is he? Yeah, he's... You, I'm a number one guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that, you don't remember that in Batman? Nope. He, he's he's like the Which, mob boss that the Joker replaces in the first. The, Batman. the Jack Nicholson Batman. Yeah. Okay. The Joker is like is like Jack Palance. It's been forever Batman. since I've seen that. Uh, and then Nicholson does a Jack Palance impression at the end of the movie. Cool. Anyway, that's Jack Palance imitation. Was a teenage friend of mine named Matt. Oh, I, I remember. Matt. One time, I agree. One time when we were in, we were like good Catholic boys. We had a really intense priest named Father White who was always I don't like where this is going. He was always researching human rights violations, and he would bring them up so we can break them. So bring exactly. them up. He's brushing up. <laughs> he knows he, how to push he knows the what boundaries. To avoid. Sorry, 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 Alex. You're making that face. But he once gave a sermon at church saying, "He gets up to the mic and he starts going." Do you realize that there are places in Southern America <laughs> on your body <laughs> where you can buy handbags made of human scrota? That's what he actually said. Scrota? So my friend Matt did a perfect Jack Palance imitation at the time because we had loved Jack Palance on Ripley's Believe It or Not. And he started going, he would twist it into Jack Palance at the public going, oh, yes, there are places in Southern America where you can buy handbags made of human scrota. Believe it or not. Oh, no. So, is, is scrotum, is that plural for scrotum? It's singular for scrotum. Yeah, and the first scrotum well, ever. scrotum is singular. The god. The, then sc- I guess the scrotum god that I, I worship. Would be, I don't know. Would it be? Or is it, or is it's it, scrot- is it it's Latin? Scrote. Scrote. Yeah, Latin. Yeah. Big Latin for Il scrotum. Il scrote. Yeah, scrotopuses. And then the best. <laughs> I also love idiocracy because... Justin uh, Long describes it as scro, but anyway, keep going. Yeah, well, on, on the Wonder Years, he calls them scro. Which I always Dude. thought, I, I always thought like that's pretty daring to get past a network. Uh, you know, that's just gonna make you hotter. Because, yeah, yeah, I know. I learned that on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Why you doing that? Because the energy you burn while shaking your. Oh yeah, you're losing weight right believe now. Believe it, believe it or not, we have actually discussed Father White and his scrotum bag <laughs> before. <laughs> his bag made of scrotums, not his actual scrotum bag. That's right, because he had one um, of those, right? He had a bag made of scrotums, right? Where the hell were we? Oh, right. So they fall in love and get married, right? So let's yes. get into Act 2 here. So then, uh, I th- where is it they go? I, for some reason, I thought it was there, a French villa, but I no, guess it was, it's not. it was a villa on the on the coast. No, um, it's, a, it's a house Cal- that California? she owns. Yeah. It's a house she owns with an insanely steep set of stairs. Yeah, she grew, she grew, she grew up there. It's been their family forever. Yeah, that's why she bought it. Yeah. yeah. You know, before they put her in that wheelchair. For um, whatever happened to and then, and then And then he, uh, then he finds out that she's giving away all of her money. Yes. Uh, there's a, there's a, a will that's being written, and there's a sort of like miscommunication, and uh, he thinks that he's not getting anything, and she's giving it all away. And they've got these friends. Now, is this where the the young couple who also feature? I think we're meeting the young couple right about now. Also, yeah. I, I also like whenever they cheers, they they say school. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is which is odd. I've heard they don't. They say scroll. Scrotum. Yeah, she she has a collection of scrotum bags from right. Father White. Well, wow, so all those all those uh, those five costume designers had to come up with something. And Father White's scrotum actually looked like a like a backpack. 
A little zipper on the side. This, this poisonous movie I kept telling myself is like, is she this naive that she like, she just thinks this guy is the, the bread and butter? And the... Yeah, she's a playwright, for Christ's sake. She's naive. She's lonely. And she's, she's lonely, but she, lonely. I don't, she, she, I, I was supposed... she can do a lot better than fucking Pumpkinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She could. You're telling me Joan Crawford couldn't get like somebody who's not eight feet tall. Well, if you watch my who, who likes to break your bones because he loves you so much? Somebody that's eight feet tall. Hey, well, we might have, there goes one of our listeners. Oh, sorry, they're the stretched. Eight foot tall man. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys were my friends. <laughs> be terrifying. He's after us. He's, he's overturning cars he's on the so, drive. I can hear him right now. Sounds scary. Anyway, so. So he's listening to this as we're live, live recording it then. Oh, no, he's heard it. And now that we're recording the next episode. Oh, man. Well, so we're going in the future. He's yes. doing one arm push ups while. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That's, by the way, a spoiler. That's my recommendation. Is no, no movie at all. Just yeah, watch Jack Palance doing one arm push ups when he got his best. Uh, supporting he, actor. He, he won that for the Silly Suckers. Silly Suckers. Silly Suckers. I've never actually heard it spoken. Is it Palance or Palance? I, I heard Palance, but whatever. Yeah, he goes both ways. Well, either way, it means... His daughter's it, in It's that. either Jack Balance or mm. Jack Palance. Either way, it's a huge dick joke. His yeah. daughter, Holly <laughs> Palance, is in The Omen. She's the nanny who hangs herself at oh, really? the beginning of the film. Like this is movie. for you, Damien. That's a, that's a kind of a terrible way to ruin a birthday a actually deep, it's a very good way to ruin a birthday it's a deep yeah. what, she used to host oh. some episodes of Ripley yes Blue no no Blue. jumping out of the window and killing yourself in front of the birthday boy you don't bounce back yeah. from that one do you no probably not so the, actually yeah i think i think we have been introduced to his friends because one of the one of the, her friends name is junior yeah it's well what it is there's a father-son law firm right carney and carney it's steve and his son i guess steve jr right they just call him jr right and is is it jr that's hooked up with uh the other with, woman with the woman yes yeah. oh, what's Play, her name again adele uh, i can't remember what her name Adina? is joan crawford is myra and yeah. i'm sorry i don't know what jack is. lester lester is jack balance uh, um but th- there's a there's a really funny line uh She's like, Jair and I are going. Jair and I are going to San Francisco in the morning, and and Joan Crawford goes, "Oh, that sounds very gay," which is which is perfect. <laughs> oh, that is great. <laughs> yeah, because it is. Yeah, it's the San character's Francisco. name slips. We're going to the Castro she district. She has a very. Uh, the other woman in this film has a very conventional name. It's slipping my mind, but it's right. something like Edna or something, or something like that, or uh, it's Gretchen. It's played or, by uh, sorry Gloria Graham. Right. She mm-hmm. shows up at this party. With Junior and Jack Palance, you can see him sort of, oh no, like kind of a look. Or not so much, oh no, but he's like, yeah. more of what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, when she know? walks into the room. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you look, take that scene and then you find out later on what's going on. Is that Should that have been his reaction? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or did they, did they hatch that plan no, after, they, after he, they met again in San Francisco? No, I don't. Yeah, I think the plan came together when they met. Oh, so again. What the plan wasn't to meet for her to meet no, him no, in San Francisco. No, no, nothing like that. I don't. They, think it was so. a, it was just a, an opportunity. Because he's a, kind of annoyed by what her was, return what was at his, first. I guess his plan was just to just live off her wealth. To so yeah. be married to a, a beautiful, wealthy woman, and, and then maybe pick up a little bit of a little, 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 little something, something on the side. Something on the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some little scrotum sacks on the side. Yes, um, and and this is and this is where we uh, we find and find out the uh, how the recording device that she has installed in her house comes into play. Well, not yet. Yeah, that's why I have my notes. No, maybe maybe I, maybe I maybe I maybe I took a break. No, 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 it's not that early. Well, I mean, no? uh, I mean, I mean, there's... he goes to visit her one on one first, the other woman, and right. that's when you find out about their past. It's right. not during the recording. No, 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 no. But uh, sure. the, the plan is hatched. They hear the plan. They for some reason the couple. At the party, Jack Palance and Myrna, not Myrna, Gloria, uh, Gloria Graham. Gloria Graham. 
go to that go into that room. They do, but it's not at that party. It's at another party. It's at another party. Later. Okay, yeah. He no, confronts her first. Well, of all. There, he there, goes to visit her, and he's really nasty to her. But then she ends up seducing him, nonetheless. He mm. even throws her down. That's right, because he, he's, 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 he's about to leave, and she's yeah. seducing him. It almost on the couch. seems like they've. Uh, I don't know if they're totally in on this plan against Joan Crawford from the beginning, but they've done dirty deeds together in the past. And they've and done dirt cheap. She's mad that he's kind of left her behind. Yes. Uh, well, she's I'm trying to catch well, up with him. See, I, well, I think it, it could possibly go either way. I think maybe they hatched this plan. Back in New York, true. because she, because he followed her on the train. That's true. So, but that, but that the, could, the, be the, too. could be. But at the same time, why would he be, you know, surprised when she shows up at that party? But yeah. anyway, well, well, but, but she was kind of. Um, yeah, maybe she wasn't but, supposed to be there. Yeah, that, maybe yeah. it's like she's overstepping her boundary within the plan a bit. Or well, yeah. and she does that a couple of times because uh, she's like she's as tough as he because he's because yeah. later on he's he says uh, like I just couldn't. I couldn't get this money. You know, you got to give me a couple of days. And she's like, what am I supposed to do for the next couple of days? So I get the impression she's kind of pushy. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah. they probably were like, I'll meet you at some point in San Francisco or wherever the hell they are. Yeah. They're in, they're in San Francisco. And then she just probably like sucked up to this junior guy yeah. so, so she could get invited to, to – and so she totally catches him off guard when she shows up. Yes. But they're definitely in cahoots. Yeah, they're in cahoots for sure. Yeah. There's some cahooting going on. Uh, and, then, and then like morons – then he finds out that Joan Crawford, Myrna, 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 Myrna. Well, he Joan goes. Crawford. He goes yeah. to Steve's office, pretending that he's looking for work because he right. doesn't want to be a kept man, and that's when he starts snooping around about and he, and details then he, of her will, which which life. which she was going to change, yes, and leave everything to him, yes, um, because the original will that's his that her lawyer wrote out was just going to give him ten thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. until he got married. What she was going, to, she was going to change that to give him everything and no stipulations on getting married. Is adjusted for inflation? Like, what if he lives? What if he, what if he doesn't get married until like the eighties? Well, ten thousand dollars a year is not that great. Actually, no, no, bad. no, ten thousand dollars is not that great. Yeah, like coming from some for someone with incredible wealth like yeah. she had, ten thousand dollars is really you know just some chicken scratch. Sure. You know, it's better than not having ten thousand. Yeah, but that's not what he's expecting. No, not at all. He's a dick. So. Yeah, and then that's what and he. That's, any mere mortal would be happy with that ten thousand dollars a year, but yeah. this is like it might take it a bit of an insult, but it's yeah. like. It's ten thousand more but than you have. Before. Not for the pumpkin beast. The pumpkin <laughs> not for this guy who lives nope. below the floorboards of. Some <laughs> I certainly. If someone wants to leave me ten thousand dollars a year, I'm not going to pull a jack balance on you. Okay. But Stop hinting, Alex. If you, if you, I don't have it. But if you, if you had invested all this time and effort to seduce Dylan, and then he uh, left you, like you know, on, the, on the sky train. You yeah. Just, you just bump into <laughs> yeah, each other. That's right. And then, and then, in Dylan's world, he leaves you a, like a mere pittance. You know, like you have to take care of his dog and and his fish. And you, you know, you have to like massage hobos for, you oh. know, anyway, so, so like, like you have to sleep in a haunted house. Yeah, she puts the kibosh on that. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't want, but to he doesn't know that. Yeah. Yes. And so then he and hatches the plan. she starts dictating into her machine the right. changes that she wants to do, which are so uh, overwhelmingly in favor of Jack Powell. She's living Lester Living, leaving Lester lots. Yeah, she's leaving him everything. Leaving Lester lots, <laughs> and then the movie ends, and they live happily ever after. And then she dies, and then what? he gets all the money. Well, you watched a different movie than I did. Um, and then Lester, she so they for have whatever another... reason the tape deck is still running. Well, yeah, no, because it's she, vo- it's, she it's, didn't turn it off, and it's voice activated. Yeah, it's voice yeah. activated, and she narrates into the she dictates 
the new she sure does. pro Jack Palin mm-hmm. stipulations of her will. Then she leaves the room does. because a party's starting. Right. And this is the party where Jack Palance and Gloria uh, Graham yeah. sneak off together and come up with a really nasty plan about Jones. Yeah, and then and then th- this is the sudden fear part. Sudden fear part. The next yeah. day after this party, she comes into the room and her assistant mentions that the dictaphone had been left on right. and Joan Crawford says no it wasn't but you know maybe I and then she listened then she that was so her. gay last night she yes says just right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she replays what she recorded not realizing that other things have been recorded she yeah. replays her will just to sort of right. hear the terms again and then and she hears their their devious plan and for me this is such an incredible moment like her acting her expressions her her reactions it's, it, it's all her yeah. it's all yeah. her yeah Hearing, I love this scene. Yeah, me too. I thought it was the, I thought it was the best scene in the movie. Incredible, where she overhears what's been until, recorded in, until she takes it. I don't know what this is made out of. It's like clay or weighs like thirty pounds. <laughs> and then she she she, she, drops she well, she her. tries to hide it in a bookshelf, and then the, and then one of those awkward and fumbles and breaks it. So she has no evidence. But what I really love is when at the end of the recording, because they're basically coming up with ways. It's Jack Palance and Gloria Graham have snuck off during the party, gone into this room, not knowing the dictaphone's on. We know this. They come up with this awful plan. Yep. It's a really good plan, actually. Well, it's a great plan, but I just yeah. mean so cruel and mean. Devious. It's all about the will, about bumping her up. And what's so brilliant is the record has reached the end, and uh, it skips on right. the femme fatale saying over and over again, I know a way, I know a way, yeah, I know awesome. a way, and it's totally yeah, yeah, yeah. horrifying. And then, and then the next day, she has to pretend, pretend that to she's be. still, you know, <laughs> in love with him. Oh, yeah. And you can and see her face. It's like oh, her eyes. Like and the... not only are they plotting to murder her, um, it's also, oh, God, she's the worst. Uh, she's repulsive. The way I make love to her, she'll never, whatever, you know, that's why they call me Jack Balance and yeah. Matt. And uh, it's and that's like and, and totally so, but not the way I love you, And that's where he says, yeah. "I love you so much, I can break your bones." <laughs> I know it's the third time I've mentioned it, but I just but love the line so it's, much. It's such a good line, it's a disturbing it's, line. Yeah. Yeah. I, and he could, he yeah, probably well, accidentally. He's he's a huge man. That's sociopathic yeah. love for you, right? Yeah. Well, I love I love it in the uh, there's a scene when she looks at her bed. And his pillow, <laughs> this is enormous indent yeah. on it. Like, yeah. like his head, his head weighs like forty-five pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the it's, co- just... <laughs> it's like the comet that killed the dinosaur. Yeah, right? yeah. it's pretty Bay. funny. But then, but then you later you find out they have separate rooms as well. Like he sleeps they in a different do. room. Back then, that was kind of common, what, like separate beds. But separate why, why did he have a, like a broken pillow on her bed? Then? Well, I mean, they obviously sleep together sometimes, but. Right. He mostly goes into the supper room because she's pretending to be sick. Right. So he's just giving <laughs> her some space. He, he gives her that big sleeping pillow. You see the size of that thing? Yeah. Was, I thought it was like a suppository or something. Yeah, it was yeah. so massive. Well, it was almost as big as his head. But I know. Well, she obviously like, she didn't take it for you know good for her, but good for, for her. a horrible moment, I thought this movie was going to be Marino was getting the wrong idea. Because they were rehearsing, <laughs> like Actually, that, re- that would have been like, a pretty good twist as well. Please tell me they're not rehearsing a play, and the, and the no. recording was gone, and now she's going through all this shit, but it, but she's just getting the wrong idea. Um, and that I was, was relieved that that was not the yeah. the twist. And but then, and then she uh, she stays up 
all night. Like she's just wide awake in her yes. bed. Yeah, and she looks she has the same look on her face in the morning as she does when she She has yeah. incredibly striking eyes, Joe Yes, Crawford, uh, for sure. Just imagining uh, Jack Palance throwing her out of a window and like saying yeah, like, she has oh, a right. nightmare yeah. like of these weird things. He's smothering her with a pillow. She does so the falling out of the window is the best. It's hilarious. Part. Yeah. He, bite, he, bite, looks, he bites her head off. It looks ridiculous <laughs> it looks and all this off, but it's supposed to be dream imagery. Yeah. So well, it's it's, all, no, it looks great. I wish more movies I really wish more movies would would do montages like that. Yeah. He smothers because well, it, it's supposed to be an accident. They're going right, to make it look like an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smothering someone with a pillow is not an accident. No, it's not. <laughs> he throws her out of a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. He, dr- he drowns yeah. her in the Marianas Trench. Yeah, she, she throws <laughs> her into a shower with Kevin Spacey. He feeds uh, her a bunch of cherries and she's allergic to cherries. She, he throws yeah, he her, throws walks, her, walks her in the shower with Kevin hands Spacey. Hands me another PBR. Yeah, the, so, when did you become lion, a hipster? The lion oh, hold on. You're the original hipster. Ugh, that stuff's, that stuff's the worst. That's the worst fucking beer. I drink it at the Rio. Despite what Dennis Hopper says, that stuff is terrible. PBR? Yeah. It was cheap. Eh, it's better than... It's not better than anything. It's better than warm nope. beaver piss. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But cold beaver piss, forget it. Yes. So anyway, so now she's uh, now she's got, oh my god, this guy who looks like a, a fucking hulking behemoth. He's, she's sneaking out to get a key cut. To, to her part, to, yes. uh, which is which is to in the femme which is in Jack Palance. She swipes. Uh, yeah, this is what I really that, love about the movie because she totally starts to come up with her own devious plan yeah. to get them back, and she swipes the key he has for his lover's apartment yeah. and gets a cut, and then starts trying to outsmart. Yeah. The well, I, I love when he when she returns the key, he wakes up. Because he's asleep in his room, and yeah. the, the first thing he does when he wakes up, he rolls over and lights up smoke. Yeah, so he's yeah. like laying in bed smoking. Yes, like, the Whole first thing you do in the morning. I actually like, oh, used to so do that gross. in the nineties. I did that. Really? Yeah, That's so gross. I never smoked. I've always found smoking disgusting, and to, to wake to, to wake up and have a smoke. Look at all the cancer you're missing out on. Oh, I always miss out. I really wish I hadn't smoked as much as I did. <laughs> Yeah, and she, yeah, and that was a good scene when she has to sneak in. When he sleep. scenes like that always freak me out. It reminded me of that scene in Train Spotting. When uh, when Renton takes the the bag out of sleeping Begbie's arm, you know, you remember that? I, no, I, I only I've, saw I've, Train Spotting once, brand new in the theater, and I loved it. Actually, I've I never revisited. Same here. It. I haven't seen it since the. I haven't seen it since. Oh. I don't remember the finer like details, but it's a great film. It's it my is. favorite film of the '90s. Full yeah. stop. Look at that. We should do a favorite films of the '90s. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I know um, yours is. But now you know what mine is. I know. But yeah, but there's a bit, there's a terrifying bit where one character takes a bag of money out of a sleeping maniac's hand. Begbie's like, the maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this had the same feeling, but this, but instead of like tiny just, Robert Carlyle, it's yeah. gigantic Jack Palance, <laughs> and she has to creep in. Yeah. At least they didn't do like the creaking floorboard or whatever. Or a cat. And it is actually, a, actually, there's a cat. There is a cat, yes. and that kind of let me down a little bit. Yeah. When I saw oh, no, I like but then it. I was like, 1952. Uh, I'll let the cat go. It worked no. for me. And it's also interesting to see that uh, key cutting machine technology has not <laughs> developed at all. Has not advanced in at all. Years. The same so, screeching <laughs> noisy. That's the one <laughs> trade. <laughs> it's never been put out of business by like technology. It's never been rendered nope. obsolete by newer technology. What about uh, what about getting your hair cut? Oh, and prostitution. Yeah. Oh, actually, prostitution. Put a pin in that uh, balloon. Let it go all over yeah, the place. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, there's and getting your key cut. Now talk about now that would be a one-stop shopping opportunity. Probably. Haircut, blowjob, getting your key cut. Yeah. Or is getting your key cut like a, uh, an analogy for? It must nope. be. It's not an analogy for anything. Huh. Um, but there's there's actually a really funny line. Um, and uh, the femme fatale says to uh, Pumpkinhead, uh, "You don't suppose she suspects anything?" He's like, 
Not the way I make love to her. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, she, and then they're in an Not office. The way I make love to her. I don't know what that means. Like, like, well, why, like because you, like, look, like before you bone, you're highly suspicious. <laughs> yeah. I fucked the common sense right out of her. She then, married me after I fucked her. There's a, there's actually a scene in a in a in a, an office. Um, there's a little mechanical dog. Yeah. Actually, scared the shit out of me when it first started moving. Well, the mechanical dog is in the woman's house. It's not in John Crawford's Okay, house. wherever it was. It's in the... Oh, it's in the... Fa- is it? House. Okay. Yeah. So... Because that's, good, that's right, because she breaks in there before... Her pleasure, on, to make sure that dog to make sure the key works. And then they have to, the key doesn't work, really, really work, and she has to like kind of break in, yeah. which I thought was going to be a, a really good plot point, but nothing really came of that again. No. It's just adding, supposed adding, to scare you along the way. Yeah, it's just added to yeah. It's just showing you... How hard it is! To try and, that, to and, and, and she's she's she's, she's rifling through her apartment, and she pulls out a box, and there's a bottle of poison. Yeah, and she says poison, poison, poison with the skull. With the skull, skull the yeah. Yeah. I know that, that I that's it. a dated I, moment, but still. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. I love I that. Loved yeah. It too, yeah. yeah, I like that. That uh, when she's returning the key, Jack Palance's key. Yeah, he he's got a cigarette. Yeah, oh. I never. And it, she reaches for and, a lighter, and, but, but she has to put the discreetly put the key back without noticing so she drops the key and then grabs one of those old those Mrs. Giant, Mrs. Robinson yeah those like the, eight pound lighters yeah. yeah you could beat a fucking water buffalo to death with it <laughs> you could so but, yeah so, and, so, so, her, so let's detail what her plan actually okay, is okay well so, so she starts off by um, forging some notes yes so she's practices the both the of the handwriting of both of them yeah but both of their handwriting all night like, long you, all see, night you long. see it it's like yeah so you don't you don't know what her plan is you see her doing these things to set to set them up. All, all I thought to myself at this point, she's going to play them off one another. Well, and she and Viciously. she does. And she like she sends them to the lake house. Yeah, uh, saying so we're going to go there for a vacation, and then she can't go. So you go, but then she she knew well, she, she sends Jack Palance there to get the house ready. And she knew that he she knew that Jack Palance will be taking his trollop, lady, his trollop, there, yeah. yes. and we'll yeah. also just get him out of the house. And so that, that then she could break into her house. Exactly. Yeah, she sets it up, and she. By the way, the listeners should know there's a deadline here for the will to be changed over the weekend. Right. Uh, yeah. So she's trying to just get Cheers, rid of them so she can pull her own dastardly plan together. Yeah. And so she's putting it all together, and then he comes back, and then uh, she's got like the, the notes that she has to give. Like one note is written from her, not from her, from uh, the femme fatale to Jack Palance, and then vice versa. Yeah, it's meet yeah. me at the garage at yeah. midnight, and then and meet, meet me at your house. Yeah. yeah. And you're not sure how she's going to do it at first. When I first saw this, I assumed. Okay, she's going to get the authorities involved and get them to overhear them talking or something. Right. But really, she's just looking for it's not even justice at this point. She wants cold, calculated murder. Yeah. Against yeah. the two people she, who are yeah, together. Yeah. 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 It's she, not, she, she not wants, about justice. She wants at all. to, the one letter gets the trawl up to leave her apartment at midnight and go wait for Jack Palance in a garage. Yeah. And says, wait no longer than half an hour and then come back if I'm not there. Uh, and then the other letter to Jack Palance. Says, uh, hey, meet me boy, at the apartment. Come, uh, come, come <laughs> yeah, to my no, place so at mid- midnight exactly. Yeah, come and crush my bones. Uh, just come on, <laughs> crush my... <laughs> yes. She, and there's another really great like montage sequence where she's imagining the whole thing, and you can actually see her handwriting. Yeah. Because yeah. she actually details her her, her plan, her murder plan. Oh, that's a, she has a, she has a great, an amazing list of her murder list. It, but never she write down your murder plan. No, of course. Yeah. She destroys it. I still gave it a pass in this film. It worked because. How else are you going to know what the hell she's thinking? Oh, totally, totally. And I could see someone like if she was, uh, yeah, she's writing out a murder plan, but it's like, 
this is a screenwriter and stuff. If she was going to plan something like that, she would have to make yeah. notes. And, it's and good, she does destroy And them. it's a good she plan. She does destroy them. So it's, but, and, and the idea is that she's going to get um, Jack Palance to... She's going to break into the Trollope's apartment and hide. Jack Palance will come over at midnight. She'll come out of the closet. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Well, she she also... Part of her plan is she puts the like, shoe polish on her ankle. And then she throws herself down the stairs to make it look like she twists her ankle. Oh, so, she, thought, so, so she yeah. can't, so she can't go away. But, but, but then well, I love that but, scene. But then, but oh, then, yeah, but the, so, uh, on the actual night, that like the plan will be that she comes out and she shoots Jack Balance, and then just leaves, leaves his it, body. It leaves his body and, yeah. and the murder weapon there, and or, she, or hides the murder weapon in the Trollope's apartment somewhere. Right. And then, and then she comes home, yeah. and then and then presumably and we'll she's murdered. Yeah. And but, at this point in the movie, I totally thought to myself, "This is going to end so badly for Joan Crawford." I thought to myself, "She's going to plan." It's kind of like you know, like in Vertigo or whatever, like. She's trying to do her own revenge, and it's going to totally backfire. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, so that's I thought. what I thought. Well, because too. when you like when you, they, they, whenever you have a plan in movies, it never goes obviously the way it goes. Yeah. But even if you have a, even if you have a great list, <laughs> I like yeah. I have a list like like starts so like leave home. Yeah. And then it's all 10 p.m. And, and then there's like I think there's like uh, get bananas and cat food. Here's a crazy and, one. Yeah. And then uh, re- I think there's like return videos. There is a, know, right? there is another <laughs> list that she could have done, which would just be one bullet point. It would be uh, get a divorce. Then like, there's that. She again, had to survive the weekend. He was. Yeah. She was. They were playing on murdering her that weekend. She had I to understand. survive the weekend. She just wants revenge. She's being totally nasty. She's down at their level yeah. at this point. Yeah, down and dirty, yeah. Joan Crawford. Yeah, but I, but I did also think you could get in a fucking car and drive away. Yeah, like like there exactly. really isn't much of a her life is really in peril. No, element. no, because after no, but that's what it is. It's revenge. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I really love. Well, there, about there's it. A, there's a there's a scene when they're awkwardly kissing and just just before. Oh, and then it, it's so weird. It's so awkward. His his well, it's like he's sucking her soul out through her mouth. <laughs> that totally, like is. the way like he kisses. Life force. It, <laughs> he's like he's like the because she has man. those trusted friends, Steve and Junior, and you think. Like, if I were in her position, I'd just be like, they're out to get me, they're out to get me, yeah. and then include them, and somehow, oh, yeah. the three of you, like, they're lawyers, somehow you could outsmart these two and get them to confess, but yeah. still. There, there's a scene when she, when she's in the chair, and, and he's he's talking to her, and he's not saying anything, he's just standing there, just glower, glowering at her. That's true, it's like, yeah. It's like, like, he's like, he's like, so like, fed like up his, uh, his eyes are, like, like he looks burning so evil holes. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually a pretty great scene. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. It does look like, like his face is just too tight. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. It's an unusual <laughs> look. He's, Actually, like, he's like a I, creature I, from from behind. I wrote a little list that with stuff that I would add to uh, to her list. One of them was carve a Jack Palance pumpkin. Why not? You got that, time? Make yeah. Jack O Lantern Palace. He's like at this point he's Jack O uh, Human the, Bag Made of Scrotum. He's just the most obviously guilty, suspicious person now at this point. <laughs> Although he's still a little bit suave, but like the, the plans in action. Fan Fatale's uh, closet. And she and the, she comes home oh, with Junior. She goes to the apartment. Wait, 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 we haven't actually. Have we talked about how she she hurls herself down the stairs? Yeah, I just I and then that. slips the letters into their into one, into one in the pocket, one into the glove. Yeah. Oh, but he gets the letter, like because she slips the letter into the glove, and then and then Femme uh, Fatale. Fem- 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 right she's like, oh, and she goes like, excuse me for a second. She goes like ten feet away <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like opens up this letter <laughs> and, and, and like, oh, so, go to the go to the water closet. Like. Also, yeah, the it's water revealed closet. at this moment, which comes into play later, is that. Uh, coincidentally, or is it the Femme Fatale and Joan Crawford are wearing the same outfits? Yes, which is planned. Which is yeah, yeah. because uh, she wants to be seen wearing the headscarf and the white yes. dress, walking around, going yeah. into the building, and all that kind of That's stuff. Right, yeah, she's yeah. A, she has a pl- she has a pretty oh, darn I never, good plan. I never picked up on that. I couldn't yeah. quite. Yeah, because, they, because she mentioned, so yeah. we have on the same outfits. Yeah. Should I go change? Yeah. So yeah, so the plan is in action. Oh yeah, 
it's when it's when she says to Jack Palance, "Well, we're not we're not going to the country house or whatever," and he's yeah. just like staring at her, just, like like he just wants to break her neck with his little roar. finger. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. You can see the the wheels turning in his mind and the murderous uh, yeah just, bird wheels. Yeah, like like a, like a disappointed ghoul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the worst kind of ghouls. You want a happy ghoul. Yeah. You keep your ghoul happy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your ghoul happy. For the handwriting, it's a, the handwriting for, for, for the femme fatale, the fake handwriting that uh-huh. John Crawford's doing. Beautiful, elegant, cursive. Yeah. It's almost calligraphy. Yeah. And then Jack Palance's is like, it's like he wrote it with a baseball glove on. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. we meet you at midnight. We, we, we like milk. Ki- kill Bring wife, milk. drink milk, have sex. So anyway, so the plan's in action. Yeah. Joan Crawford, uh, so Jack Palance and the femme fatale have gone... They're separate ways. She, she, they don't know that anything's up. So Joan Crawford, she she dresses up all beautiful. As she look well, she looks like um, the femme fatale. That explains yeah. Yeah, why she was. I yeah, she got the, she has, she's like, got the, the, the headscarf on and the white dress. Yeah. And then she breaks into again with the keys not quite working, but she yeah. breaks into and she hides in the closet. And then she comes home with Junior, and Junior's like all over. Was, oh yeah, he's like right. not taking no for an answer. Yeah. It's like really gross actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They com- yeah. They comment on that a lot. And there's also a scene when Joan Crawford's on her way. Oh, to the, the apartment. The, the, the drunk we're talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Is totally groping like, her. Like, he's like, yeah. like, like, who would say yes to that? They take a lot of guy. shots at sleazy dudes in this movie. Yeah. And it includes Junior, who so far seems like the sweetest guy. And he's being totally gross. Yeah, it was yeah, gross. It is and, gross. And, but and, she manages to get rid of him because she's an extremely tough cookie. And then so, and she and she goes out to the garage where she thinks she's going to meet in Jack Palance. And Joan Crawford's hiding in the closet. And then has and, the gun. And then and Jack Pounce shows up. Yes. And, and, uh, and plays with that dog. It was so is, weird. Yeah, with that so scary dog. Yeah, he's incredibly like, sweaty and nervous at this point. He's, he's got to kill some time, so he lights a cigarette and plays with a mechanical wind-up dog, <laughs> well, as you, you do. Yeah. When, you know, when, no, but when, when you're meeting with your your your, cons- your murder conspirator. And I love how the it, dog marches over to the door where John. Oh Paul yeah, like, there's a great scene where she's watching it, watching it. Yeah. The dog's like sniffing her own. It makes yeah. me wonder if they had a real dog that they couldn't train. And they had to replace it with a wind-up dog on the day. Eh, probably not. Because all, like, all the dogs were dead. The, the, the wind-up dog. Mechanical wind-up toys were really common. And it, 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 it had intention to it, too, because you could see it oh, slowly yeah. marching towards her. And then there's a scene from his perspective where it's like the closet's slightly ajar and the dog's like face right against it. Yeah. Like, oh, she's <laughs> yeah. Bur- he comes she's up to play with the dog again. Yeah. And you think he just he's loves that dog. Her, but he gets freaked out by the phone ringing. Right. Yeah, the, the way he looks up, you yeah. think he's looking at her in the closet. That's true. The phone, at first I thought it was like he's recognized her perfume or something. Yeah. But but he, uh, yeah, it's really scary. Oh. Part. And he also, earlier in the scene, Right before he shows up, the phone rings again. That re- oh, Earlier, and horrible phone. her phone it's is horrible. just ringing off the hook. So when, calling her. When, so Jack Palance ends up answering the phone the second time rings while he's there, and it's Junior who basically gives away that you know he had dropped her off at this house. Right, right. So and he he's knows. Wondering the, where the hell she is. Right. He's freaking out looking for. And her. he turns right. on all the lights. Yeah. Oh man, and that's a very well directed scene because Jack Palance knows something's up. Yeah. And, and, and he keeps. Yeah, oh, and she's. Room. Yeah, and she has dropped the gun in the dark. Oh right. And, and it's, a, it, it's a sitting on the living room floor. Yeah, but he hasn't. He hasn't noticed it yeah. yet. And then, the and, way, then he, and then he stubs his toe on the gun. It's by the way, we, should, we forgot a major plot point too. Is oh, that we did. She. Uh, she comes out before his arrival. She sees. She's waiting at the house to shoot him. 
And I think she comes out when the phone's ringing. She sees herself in the mirror and realizes she. Oh, can't that's do a great, it. great moment. scene. Yeah, it's a great she moment. Like, the, and she, and she looks. This. She looks crazy. She does yeah. look crazy, and then she realizes what she's doing. She sees her own reflection holding the gun. And she can't go through with it. She has a little so little breakdown. So she hides in the closet without the gun. Right. And the drops it in fear, yeah. and then and is in the closet completely defenseless. Did, did, isn't he, like is there something with like a monogrammed hanky as well? Yeah. Well, here's what it is. He searches the apartment for his lover, not knowing that Joan Crawford's there. Right. When he's in the other rooms looking, he even pulls across the shower curtain at one point. No, no Kevin Spacey. Ring, ring, he ring, does. Ring. But it's like he's searching every nook and cranny for him. When he comes back into the living room, he sees the closet door open. He sees the front door open. So he looks into the closet. He's like, what's going on here? Right. And he finds Joan Crawford's handkerchief with her name on it, right. or at least her initials. We should, maybe we should get those. We oh, should get them to the store. For Black Dog, sell them here. Black oh, Dog hankies. Not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. I got a wanky hanky, but I don't really, um, I don't like to talk so about it yeah. that much. So she, yeah, he freaks out. Just one. He freaks out. He finds, realizing that she must have been there. Right. So he starts now looking for Myra, who is Joan Crawford. Right, and then chasing around the town. Chases around the town. He sees her. Which he is, chases which, her around the neighborhood. Which is the, but, the, part, what's the part with the cat. The direction. <laughs> the I cat. like that. But, but, I like that. Uh, was, it was, yeah. Before, no, it, it worked for me. It was always, there, it was always there's thing, a great moment while they're still in the apartment. And uh, she's in the closet. And I love that you don't act. You never see her leave. It follows Jack Palance's perspective down the hallway. And he's like opening. Yeah. It, 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 he goes in the bathroom. I think there's a fur coat on the bathroom floor for some reason, or maybe it was just I don't a know. Oh, he pulls the shower curtain. And uh, and and then and then he comes running back in the living room, and then he sees like you, you don't you never actually see Joan Crawford make a bee like a no. run no, for it. No, he sees the closet it, it, door open. It, it's a beautiful. Door. It's a, yeah. it's just a really well directed. Oh, I guess yeah, it was like a yeah. Steadicam if they had Steadicam. No, they didn't. It wasn't invented yet. But but here's where the the movie gets. Almost like an action movie. Um, the, the chasing around the like town. There's, yeah. there's this great chase scene. It is actually a really um, good really chase scene. Good when chase they, scene. She's running down like the, like a like a row of tenement houses or something, and he's after her. And, and they, they, they make great use since it's in San Francisco, all the steep hills. Yeah. And Although I, I have to, I have to think people may have woken up at some point when all the crashing and banging well, and she, cat stepping on was going on. Okay, so like t- talk about being being a woman, you know. It's all, it's it's always been more difficult than being a man. But in the fifties, like earlier, she runs into a guy. She bumps into him quite oh, by that, this, that this drunk gross, guy drunk, who's like full man. on like red buttons. Is like, that is that uh, is that the guy we're talking about? Touch cousins or whatever maybe, his name is. Maybe I don't know. But 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 he's doing the most stereotypical like, <laughs> like vaudeville drunk. Yeah. Like nobody. His hats all. Is that like is that like a like a, a W C Fields movie or something? It was except W C Fields. Is, he did drunk well, whereas yes. this guy was just like he. I'm surprised he didn't have like little bubbles coming out like and big yeah. red nose. She's being chased by Pumpkinstein, and fucking and and some guy is going into the apartment. And she's screaming, "Help me!" I'm being yeah, chased yeah. by Pumpkinstein, and he, and he actually not only does he close the door, he pushes her out of the well, building. He, he he looks but at her, sees she's in trouble, and then runs in the building. Yeah, like he's like, "I don't want Pumpkinstein mad at yeah. me." So I'm not joking. You know, there's a great moment. I'm not joking. Fast forward to the '70s. John Carpenter's Halloween, where Jamie Lee Curtis is pounding on doors when she knows yeah. that Michael Myers is zeroing in on her. She's hammering on doors, like, help me, help me, and they're turning off the lights. It's and stuff. That's not bit, uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. People were like, using the help. Well, there's also that famous real-life thing that happened in the 70s. Kitty Genovese. Yeah. Well, it was earlier than the 70s, though, I think. Was it maybe in the 50s? 50s or 60s. I think maybe in the 50s, yeah. Maybe that maybe that was a little, a little something, saying a little something about that. Was there that, is a was lot. That, was, it, was that on the New York subway? No, no, no it was, it was a woman being, in the courtyard of her building. Being oh. murdered and all the... Did nothing. Everyone was like, oh, we thought someone else was going to call for help. No, that's not uncommon. People not helping. Like, trust me, if you... I do We're trust really you. in peril yelling for help. A lot of people won't stop and help you, nope. sadly. I wouldn't help me. 
Look at me. I know that that moment. I found so horrifying. The guy refusing to help. I'd actually be, all actually, he has to do is pull her in, shut I'll, the damn actually door. Actually, made me mad. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you fucker. I hope I hope you live a horrible life after this. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I no, died. No, he, he was old. He he died soon anyway. <laughs> okay. She's running and running and running. Right. And, and there's a, man. This is it was such a well orchestrated action. And scene. Then he and then, then he's chasing her in a car. He's well. He chases her along like she hides in in like. A, a outside of an apartment, weird apartment building. Is this when she steps on the cat? This is. She's on the second floor, I think. And then, and then um, he, no, he's she's on the first floor. He's on the second floor. No, no, he's on the first floor. And then she steps on the cat, and he hears the cat. Right. The stock footage cat. She accidentally yeah. bumps a videotape of a of a, of a cat <laughs> that, was, that was that had been filmed I don't know like why a year earlier. You guys earlier. are picking on this moment. I liked it. It's ridiculous. Cats it's, are, not, cats, it's only because okay, okay, back then sound. it wasn't cliche, but now it's cliche. Yeah. Just, totally just, is. She, she steps on a cat's tail with her high heeled shoes. Yeah. Which the cat, she doesn't even see the cat sitting there. When she's no. standing there. No, no, well, no. Why would she? <laughs> because it's a fucking guy who's trying to murder Because it's a cat. The cat, cat was getting revenge. It's, it's, like, oh, it's, it's, like, it's not like it's an invisible cat. cat. If some dude was trying to kill me, I wouldn't. Oh, I would still notice a cat. I, I like cats. I wouldn't notice a goddamn giraffe. I don't think a cat would be really? sitting next to a panicked woman while, while Pumpkinstein is on a nope. rampage. Oh, well, you don't know that. He's overturning cars. Well, he is in this film, he's, so he's, leave it alone. He's full on falls off a drain pipe and falls like three stories. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody wakes up. I'm saying all this racket. People have been like, the lights would have been coming on. You know, I would have been. Guys, think about all, I mean, we live in Vancouver here in East Van. You must have heard insane noises at night. Do you always flip on your lights? Every depends, fucking, it depends. Dude, it my depends. apartment faces an alleyway on Commercial Drive. So do you flip on the light every time? At, he just, he lives in the alley. I do sometimes. Um, Maybe you wouldn't on this night. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It it doesn't matter. It's, 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 not, it's not important. So Jack Palance is on the rampage. She's running. He gets into a fucking kick-ass convertible. Clunker. Oh, this yeah. car is so big, though. You can't effectively run boat. someone over in, in one of these things. Well, you, 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 he, he does like a four-point turn to chase her. Did <laughs> yeah. you notice that? Because <laughs> he, he gets in the car, and he's kind of he's kind of chasing her, and she just like runs across the street and then back the other way. Actually, that, that, that was great because he was back. He was backing up. And then she was running, and she stopped and ran back the other way. Yeah. And he couldn't turn around because yeah, the so car's too big. It's fucking massive, like it's, um, a, it's like a, a Lincoln, yeah. it's a convertible Lincoln Continental if such a thing exists. Yeah, he has to like he does do like a three point turn. Um, Gloria Graham is because she's she went to the, the to meet uh, to meet him the at the garage. garage. wasn't there, so she's heading back into her in neighborhood. the same outfit. In the same so outfit. Yeah. yeah. So Jack. So Cowens, you can you, so you can see where this is gonna go. Because he's trying to run I her down. I still didn't point. see it right away. Really? Thought it might be like her joining in on the chase. Because mm -hmm. Joan Crawford is hiding on the other side of a fence, and so uh, the trollop comes out of her building and starts walking down the street. And she's trying to trying to get the the, the lock off the fence, and it's, she's having trouble with it. Because if she actually got the lock off the fence, she would have been caught. She would, yeah. So it's it's, it's lucky that fence is there. Yeah. And, and Jack Palance is, is he's balancing out, and and then he's he totally and, and, he's, and he sees the trawl up down at the bottom of the hill, and he's like, I know the most discreet way I can murder <laughs> Myrna is by running her over in my enormous truck. He's yeah. just so of, desperate and out of his mind. Well, yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, well, at that point, your plan is out the window. You it's might true. You, you might as well give it up. Yeah, he, a, I guess it's just because he knows she knows now, so he has to get rid of her. It's like. It's yeah. like it's not even about discreetly getting away with it anymore. It's like she knows the jig's up. The she's jig's up, man. Me over and That's I'm it. fucked. For some reason, Joan Crawford's quite bothered by this woman who is going to murder her, getting run well, over you, by the guy who is what? going to murder. She's like, "No, don't! It was Irma." No, yeah. but like, here's the thing, though. At that, I really love that moment because it shows that she's a genuinely good person in the end. Well, I don't. It's I don't, run over. She doesn't. She's changed her mind. She doesn't want to rub them out. I'm sure she wants to not be killed by them. Um, I'm sure she wants to 
pun have You're been punished by the authorities. You seem but, pretty sure about all this. But she, uh, but yeah, she cries out when she realizes that a horrible uh, case of mistaken identity yeah. is about to happen. But it's because you she's, be a she's a good person. Well, I don't she's think she didn't person. want to kill her. She wanted to kill him. She wanted him dead. No, but, that was the plan. but the plan. But then though, she would go to prison. Then. But, yes. No, no. The in their fantasy. The other woman gets sentenced to death. Oh, oh that's, that's right. So that's right. she's totally and, and that's, she's come down from that, and right. she doesn't take into justice. And, and in that yeah. fantasy, it's so great because all it is, it's, it's really because it's in her imagination, it so is. it's not yeah. realistic. The trollop is just sitting there in a chair, in a dark still room. all dressed, all beautiful, yeah. and then you just hear a voice going like, "You're sentenced to life in prison, <laughs> yeah. or whatever," and she just starts screaming. No, it's death. No. You're, you're sentenced to death. Yeah, but like yeah. that's like that's gonna be the. Court, she's just sitting in a chair. Yeah, no, I know. It's it, yeah, no, 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 no. Like I didn't think. No, no, for a I minute. no, I wanted yeah. to. I, that's why I like it. Is that something? Well, oh good. no, I know what you mean. Yeah. But when I saw that scene too, I thought to myself, that is not going to work out that way, Joan Crawford. Like you are setting yourself. Um, and then she walks, and then and then Joan Crawford just sort of is like, oh no, Jack Palance is, is quite upset. And so, and, and so Joan Crawford turns around, she walks up the hill, and I believe that's the end of the movie. No, she no, 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 Jack Palance is not quite upset. Jack Palance is quite dead. Yeah. What? Did he the, die? The, the, yeah, both he of them dead. They both died. I guess you were, uh, of, of the, you were making another, another sandwich. sandwich. You wasn't really hungry. No, no, I'd moved on to, uh, to dessert. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I, I had a chocolate fondue. I can't, I can't do everything at once. He runs Don't you have, like, sandwiches He runs over I eat during movies, man. And dies because some bystanders show up at this point. Bystanders that you've all been desperately waiting for you all, of a, all of a sudden suddenly sure run they, sure. they see it's a crash and they actually say saying that they're both dead i mean it's only a city of millions I can't, I can't, it's, a, it's a small town it's actually it's actually not Chippewa not that big it's about the size of vancouver like under a million dollars million dollars under a million people oh, that, really i think so no. i could be wrong especially, well, especially in like 1952 i don't know oh god yeah there's like 20 people living there yeah. it was like deadwood um, Grateful Deadwood. So, anyways, okay. I, I assumed he was dead or whatever. He'd had his comeuppance, and so had she. And so, and then Joan Crawford walks up the hill, and then, and then, and then throws, she throws the head scarf off too, and it goes flows down the drain. So, um, yeah. I mean, as far as does it hold up? I uh, well, because considering nobody had seen it, I'd, I'd never even heard of it no. until you mentioned. I mean, and and then now I realize, you know, I, I, like I, I read reviews and things online of people who are just like. Uh, fuck! This is like the best fucking film noir ever. No one's ever heard of it. Um, absolutely, I uh, would 100% recommend this movie. Yeah, well, um, I've recommended it several times to customers since I watched it. The ships I've had since being back, I have recommended it, and people have given me. Good Jay feedback. Hamburger came back. Jay Hamburger loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Local uh, director, theater producer. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I recommended yeah. it to him because how it starts off, playwright, actor, yeah. and then uh, it's terrific. Yeah, um, I loved it too. I thought it was amazing. It was one of the better noirs I've seen in a long time. I love noir, nice. and I'm always looking to see something new. I I have a tendency to go back and watch the ones I love. Like, 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 yeah, like, I've seen like, Double Indemnity like six times. Double, but... I've seen like Double Indemnity is my top five movies of all time. It's That's pretty an incredible. Um, movie. And uh, Out of the Past, and it's just no, just Scarlet uh, the, Street, third, uh, third Man, like Night of the Hunter. I've never seen I've never seen Scarlet Street. Oh, it's so great. Fritz Lang, right? Shit, so many movies. So I know. Little. I saw oh, it. I saw it on Twitter. I, I, had a, I, I had a guy when I was working yesterday. Because I bet you, I bet you, like, they'll disappoint you when I get to watch all these movies. And I go, yeah, you know, if I had, if I could live long enough to watch all these movies, I'd be happy. Because I, I get asked a lot of questions. Like, I'm not joking. The most common questions, like, like, how many times have you seen all these movies? It's like, yeah, I wish. There's like, se we have like have seventeen thousand movies. Like, I have to go and get fresh air sometimes. Yeah. I can't always. Just, no. And some of them know? aren't worth watching. And I learned during yes. the pandemic, Force I've gone. done more, but realistically, just sitting at home doing it's about four a day max. 
That's pretty good. It's very good. Fuck, man. It's very good, but I mean, I'm happy like to go take a <laughs> yeah, stroll. Yeah, you gotta take a block. shower. You gotta yeah, masturbate. You, know, you, you gotta know, go to stuff. bed. Right? I, did, I, did, I did four in a movie theater once. And, I've done. And I felt really gross about it. When I was, no, at, the, I when I was, at, the, when I was at the film festival, I did five in one day. Yeah, and I've was, done four I was, five, maybe I, six. I felt really festivals. squirrely and weird. I was smoking weed for every, every movie, yeah. too. So I, I felt really squirrely and weird after like the yeah. fourth or fifth you movie. Look, you're eating nuts. You're looking around furtively. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to go home. You're running around traffic. I just, like, I just like, how do I get home? I just want to go home and go to bed. You're antagonizing neighborhood cats. But yeah, this was a fantastic noir. Excellent. I'm, I, I loved it. Great I'm pick. so glad yeah. to yeah. hear this from you guys. Oh, because, this movie. Because, I, yeah, I just, all I wanted to do was right this movie's got it all this movie's got it all yeah. i just yeah it's, it's got just, beautiful women it's got it's got great performances it's got it's got it's pumpkin a, it's, a, it's, a, it's got pumpkinstein it's a little bit camp it's 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 that got that, it's got that, it's got that amazing of, old timey dialogue that yeah. i love yeah. and then in the last 15 minutes the, the the action direction the way that camera moves i mean i you, you don't see that in, in a lot of 1950s films i mean yeah. it, it looked like it was a steady cam and then Jack Palance is he's he's leaping around yeah like yeah. a like like a like a lord of leaping he's like he's like Jiminy Cricket just bounces. <laughs> he's terrifying he, he's really agile I, yeah. I I think I read somewhere that he used to be a dancer or something so he's not just push ups and, and cowboy movies from the nineties nope. he's Jack Palance has uh, got did, some, did, he's did, got did, some creepy chops did, did, did he do a lot of things back in that in that era because okay, he's he's the leading man in this movie well he is because uh, he's, he's not his he's, full he, career he's not a leading man looking guy yeah I don't know his full career I mean I know he had a long career. He shit ton of films well, well, well when was whatever, Shane because but... Shane was like the 40s it was in the 50s, 50s I think and he was the, the chief villain in that was he, I, I, yeah. all that and a giant dick yeah I know who um, knew yeah some Joan, people Joan Crawford you yeah. know Joan Jett he, he, he used to bone her into um, <laughs> into dust into, into, into... <laughs> <laughs> anyways so uh, it, let's say somebody let's say you're working a shift here yeah which we um, all do every now and then. And somebody comes up to the counter and they and uh, they go, "I got money for two movies." Right. <laughs> and one of them I want to watch is uh, the sudden the sudden fear movie that I heard on your podcast. That I heard on your podcast, oh. and I heard all the spoilers, and I don't care. <laughs> um, I still want to see. I want to see Jack Palance's giant dick. What you don't uh, see in the movie, actually. No, but it's it's in the extras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so Alex, you being the yes. one, you being the one who uh, picked it, someone comes up. What would you? Uh, pair this movie with a I second would, movie that would go really well with Sudden i would fear. i would pair it with another noir from this era that we recently added it's a film called the prowler it showed up in a box of movies that we bought not the uh the 80s slasher movie no okay no it's a 50s noir it showed up in a box that we bought we added it to the stock and it also it's a completely thrilling gripping Sweat-inducing noir. Where sweat also, and where it reminds me of Sudden Fear is, an audio recording plays a really big part. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. So but it's a superb, yeah. nasty double-cross noir. The Prowler, and I was completely impressed by it. You can, you, can, you, I, can, you can throw in the conversation and blow out all those kind of movies uh, yeah. that, have, that rely on... Many, many. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. many films like that, but I would personally pick The Prowler because it's also an obscure... Noir, and mm. I just think they would make a fantastic double bill. Nice, fantastic, yeah. Darren. How about you? Somebody, somebody comes up to the counter well, with sudden fear, wants to rent a second movie. What should I'm, that second I'm movie go, be? I'm going with another noir from this period. Oh, she might be in the same year, which I had never watched, and which I've been told I should watch well, uh, many haven't, times. You haven't seen it. This is brave. Yes. Uh, no. No. I've already seen it. I, oh, okay. I, 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 I just watched it about maybe about a month ago, but I've always been told I should watch this. It's um called In a Lonely Place. Mm -hmm. The um. 
Nicholas uh, Ray, yeah. Humphrey Bogart uh, noir, where he plays kind of a lonely, unhinged uh, screenwriter who gets involved with Gloria Graham. Wow. Oh, I've not seen it. Yeah, that, she uh, is trouble. And is and it across is, the street. If you see uh, her coming, I have to say it's probably uh, of all the Bogart movies I've seen, it's probably his best performance. Ooh, nice. It's he's so good, and it's such a good gripping drama that just spirals out of control. It's fantastic. Um, I had a few. I'm not going to pull in Alex. I'm gonna have <laughs> I have seven picks. I just uh, had one. To I know. It was impressive. I was initially thinking The Last Seduction would be an interesting I love that's that movie. Excellent. Um, Linda Fiorentino. Um, that's a great, she's a great uh, femme fatale in that. Great modern noir. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. John and the, the whole time, because the first noir I ever saw was The Last Seduction. Oh. And because uh, I didn't even know what film noir was. Right. And I was just like, this is blue. What's this? Yeah. There's, there's, this like, there's like a murdering woman and the guys are all dopey and it's all yeah. dark and shadowy and there's yeah. like and there's like, there's like sex like, against offense sex and yeah. but in the end I went for another movie that I love um, that also features uh, uh, murder and, and, and lying and, and um, sinister machinations Jumanji uh, no it is no. Um, it, it's more recent than yours it's the talented Mr. Ripley oh which which uh, excellent film. the uh, uh, the the Matt Damon Anthony yeah. Min- Mingala yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Anthony Mingala it's it's Gwyneth Paltrow Gwyneth Paltrow, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jude Kate Law. Blanchett, Jude, Jude Law. That's a and, great. And that, that, that's a great movie. And it's even an the guy who the guy film. who plays Jimmy Gator in um, the guy oh, he's he's a character actor. He's in all of uh, uh, P. T. Anderson's films. Oh, um, he's he's in um, he's the, he's like the main one in Hard Eight. Yeah, he slips. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Philip. Uh, no. Um, ah. I, 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 he molested I, his daughter in Magnolia. He's the older okay, guy. Good. Yeah. yeah. But by the way, I, I was hoping you were going to say it was a real I mean, life everybody thing. Everybody was more no, 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 But I. Uh, Baker, something Baker. Philip. Uh, no, not Philip. Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall. That's it, yeah. Yes, anyways. That, so guy, that the, guy's great. The talented Mr. Ripley is uh, is similarly. Uh, I only saw the talented Mr. Ripley once, brand new on DVD back in the day. Brand loved new. It. I love loved it. it. I love it. Josie, who works here, is, is a big fan and has actually read all of the Ripley books, which I weren't even. There, there, there's a lot of those. I didn't of know other. they existed. Have you, have you watched um, Purple, Purple Noon? No, I haven't it's, seen Purple Noon yet. The, the, the French uh, original. And then there's yeah. also Ripley's Game with uh, John Malkovich. Mal- I, yeah. I, I want to watch both of those. Anyways, that one's good, too. They're I love um, It's a lot more lavish than Sudden Fear. Uh, Matt Damon's character kind of reminded me of uh, of Jack Palance because because he's because, gen- he's because gentle it, but he's also because like, they look the same. Yes, they're so, <laughs> so similar. Um, but Matt Damon has those monstrous teeth. That's true. Whereas Jack Palance, the entire incisors. body, everywhere except That's his teeth, true. is monstrous. Thanks. So um, yes, the talented Mr. Ripley, and that brings us to the end of our fantastic podcast. Yeah. We had didn't have a chance to say to give a shout out to Jefferson's. Oh, let's talk about it right now. Hey. Um, they're reopened. Yep, they're they're open again. I, yeah. I got a haircut about uh, uh, two months, maybe five, six weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, um, I was about the same, but a month ago when they reopened. Um, and I'm, I, I, I'm already looking forward to my next one. I had gone, well, we both had, we had gone like months without a haircut. Yeah. Which is not a big deal. Actually, I kind of like my big crazy hair. Yeah. Because I, I, I like the way it was going. It was, Me uh, too. People kind of kind of reminded me a bit of Jack Palance, but a little bit, yes. Really, with that hair, because of my my bird like uh, terrifying hair. Yeah, my I look like a jack o' lantern that's been sitting on the like porch until April. He had amazing hair in this movie, by the way. He did have great hair and good suits. So all the all the costumes are great in this movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jefferson's Barbershop back yeah. open. They're back in business. They're Go get awesome. your haircut there. They're good like, dudes, and, and like I think there's a woman that works here as well. She's never cut my hair, but. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's uh, my guy for my hair. Jeff's my guy too. Uh, we talk about Star Wars. We talk about Star Trek, comic books, the whole thing. Yeah. If, if you're a movie, if, if you are a, a fan of, of pop culture, and you don't want to have a boring conversation, and a while fan you're of getting, haircuts. And, well, yeah, but the thing is, you're getting yeah. a great haircut. 
and it's not a tedious slog where, well, you, where you have to you have to uh, well, lie about what you do for a it's, living. It's, all, it's also important in these these uh, these crazy times that we're in. To yes. go and support your local businesses. Yes, Absolutely. please do. And, Absolutely. And, and th- those guys, you know, they were closed for a long time. They didn't have any income. Thank you. And uh, and now they're they're back in back in business. And back go, in the saddle. Yeah, go get your haircut. Support them. Support any that's, local that, business that you like. That's Jefferson's Barbershop. Yeah. There's, there's lots of great local businesses mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Support them all. This course, has but. been a Black Dog video production for Black Dog Studios. Uh, oh, for Black studios. Dogs everywhere. And they're human masters. Yes, that's um, us. So, that was a good one. It was it was nice to hang out with you guys again and do this. It's been a while. It's been a while, and uh, I'm really know. pleased you guys really dug the movie too. Loved I'm not it. gonna lie, Loved I thought I, I was totally thinking like Darren, and then you like boring. <laughs> I can no, watch a black actually, and white movie. I know, actually, guys. actually, if I put money on anyone here really not to like it that much, it would have been you. Why? Because I'm glad you yeah, guys because you like you it's just you just you're not that you're, your you're favorite movie is Reanimator. It is. That's an amazing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's my favorite movie. movie. I, I love it. In, but in, in terms of the taste, anyway, yes. look, I didn't mean to. No, no, I'm not. I'm not pleasantly criti- surprised. I'm not criticizing your taste. It. I just thought if I, if anybody wouldn't have appreciated much because it's, you know it's it's old, it's black and well, white. Well, so we're leaving on an insult. This is This is the last ever episode. You guys can fucking edit it yourself. No, no. I mean, I guess maybe I sometimes I'm no, no. I'm sometimes really, I'm Mr. Just, Grumpus Pants I, when I watch very these movies. Pleased that you guys were so yeah. You see why she's such a legend? She's a movie star. Her presence. She's a fucking movie star. Those, those eyes. Yeah. Her reaction. Those Betty Davis eyes incredible. she has. That she oh, stole yeah. from Betty Davis and yeah. put in her yeah. own skull. Marty Feldman. You know? uh, but uh, yeah, actually, I've got customers like I, I because because what's happening right now with uh, with COVID, we're not getting a lot. There's no there's no studio releases anymore. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no big movies we're bringing in for news. So we're scouring the planet to try and find lots of cool, interesting, you know, indie stuff, foreign stuff, documentaries, that kind of stuff. And I've been sort of, and we have a, a great deal. You can get like five old films for $15 five, any, 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 any day of the week. But I'm, I'm trying to promote that to get people to watch older, older films stuff, su- such as this. Yeah. But I've got customers who are so like against that. Oh, you know, I don't watch any movies before I was born. But I- my, my, my kid, who we've been doing like a sort of film appreciation um, uh, class since this has been going on, he, some of his favorite things have been um, Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd and Charlie Chaplin. And just older films like Johnson uh, Fields. We, and we, I'm curious, did you watch this with any of your family? Like, did they see something? No, uh, no, they, I watched this by myself. I was just curious, maybe they. It's. Know. I kind of feel like there's a point in your life when you're growing up where you suddenly um, discover like old black and white movies. Yeah. For me, it was like late adolescence, probably on grade twelve, because I took film video production in school, right. and, and so yeah, so our our teacher would show us like. Yeah, like old W.C. Fields or, or uh, uh, Touch of Evil. Was yeah, we watched The Bank Dick and Gus loved The Bank Dick. Oh, man, Fields yeah. is the best. Yeah. The best. You know what? I should, I should pick like uh, It's a Gift or something for one of these podcasts. Just before COVID became like overtook everyone, I coincidentally watched Rabbit with David Cronenberg. By the way, is this still being recorded? Is yeah. like, I'm, oh. We're still recording it. But, okay, but, well, you know, uh, we could just okay. sign out but, and continue yeah, we the conversation. Just yeah, let's just but, sign out. Well, this is interesting, though. Well, guess, if it works, but, in the, we don't have to keep it. But. We don't have to keep it, but no, but Rabbit has in the closing credits, there's a character referred to as Drunk Indian. Oh, yeah? And, and that's Cronenberg's Rabbit, right? Right. And just, yeah... The yeah, all-time, a- all-time brutal, vicious stereotype. Yeah. I mean, the character is drunk in a brief scene, but the fact that they referred to him as such, they could have just said person in police station, but the fact that it says drunk. Yeah, that's means. terrible. But, um... Did you, yeah, did you guys watch the Rabbit remake? The Soska Sisters? No, I, I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it. It's all right. 
That's all right. I will watch it. And there was definitely room for, like, Rabbit is, I really like Rabbit. I love Cronenberg, but it's one of his earliest films, and it's still kind of crude. I mean, like, it's, crudely it's, made. It, it, it's really crudely made. And, that, and, that in Shivers. So there was definitely the room for, like, I would never remake something like Dead Ringers or The Dead Zone. Just, no. But no. a remake of one of those early films makes sense. It didn't really improve on it. Though. I was actually I thinking, uh, and... As much as great as a sudden death, not sudden death with Jean Claude Van Damme. I'm going to turn this off. He gets into a fist fight with the Pittsburgh Penguin. It's, it's like the best <laughs> fucking scene ever. Like, like 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 the like the it's hockey. The, it's, like a, it's like a guy, an assassin. What takes place in a like a, a, it's a, a hockey, hockey game? Yeah, the right. president's watching the game and terrorists <laughs> trying to kill the president and Jean Claude Van Damme. President, pre, American presidents do not understand hockey. Well, Mike Pence went to a. Anyways, never mind. We won't get into that. Because we'll be here all night. But I was thinking I would actually be interested in seeing a remake of this movie. Like, I thought the script was... Of Sudden Death? Of Sudden Fear. Wait, sudden Fear. Which one's, which one's that? <laughs> which one's Sudden Fear? Oh, the one we just watched. Okay. The one we just watched. <laughs> By the way, speaking Anyways, of... Anyways, but, but like, it's, I, it's not I a great usually title. think, like, uh remake ma, ma, ma. yeah but in this case i actually thought that it was such an interesting story and i thought there were such interesting characters i would be interested in seeing like, i don't a think re- that, a reimagined version. I, I don't think that they because of the technology well you have to update it for all the technology in today because you know there's no there's no dictaphone it, yeah the dictaphone was the the main thing to turn the tide you have to, have to incorporate cell phones and fucking Google. Which and, kind of ruins everything. And Minecraft does, and all that the, shit. Uh, it does. You know, or I, or, I, rather, I, or rather, you have to find a reason uh, why they um, can't get a cell phone. I, 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 I much prefer watching those kind of films from the 70s, 60s, 70s. We're still recording. When, when, We're, still when recording. You, We're still recording. Let's, let, let's wrap this up when, before when you, we do that because it's going gonna, it's gonna to get picked up on the mic. Wait, sure. it, just, just relax. I know, okay. I know a way. I know a way. I know a way. You and your... I know a way. To end the like, podcast? In sudden fear. Yeah. I have been... Sorry. You have been what? I've been sorry. You've been sorry? <laughs> Why are you sorry, man? Why are you so sorry? No, I'm not. I said... Don't I, be sorry. I, I was about to wrap it up, but then I remembered you were halfway through um, No, I was just saying, I, 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 I like movies that don't rely... Like, like things are easier now for, with technology to communicate. Yes. But when you watch, like, say, World War II movies or, or, or uh, espionage, espionage movies from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s even. Yeah. When, when it, that, you didn't rely on that. That didn't make, it didn't make a difference. And, you know, if someone had, like, sent a telegram, the telegram didn't get there in time. Yeah. You know, it made it... I, 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 I much prefer movies, like, in that, from that era. Yeah, and with that technology, as opposed to everyone's got everything at their fingertips right no, now. No, but, so but you could, you could but, remake Sudden Fear, but sudden in that time, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't bother. No, well, um, there's, there's no point in remaking this. Well, movie. no, I, I just it's I, like, a, I, I, was, in, I, I was thinking kind of like the Cape Fear remake or like the thing or the, the Cape Fly. Fear remake sucks compared well, to the wait, original. It doesn't. I like I like both. I didn't think the original was that great either. I thought it was good. I thought it was better though than. Wait, we have season. actually well, the, discussed the, the Cape Fear remake the, the, on the podcast. Have already. we? Yes, there are there are some anything we say, I'm just going to have to cut. Well, um, anyways, so we will continue this conversation, but you people at home are not allowed to listen to it. No, because I, it gets a little blue from I, now on. I, this has been a, a Black Dog <laughs> podcast production. I don't know. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, so go, go and support your local businesses. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wash your and, mask. Uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and if you're going to plan to murder someone, don't do it around a dictaphone. Don't do it around a dictaphone. No, whatever that is. Um, so <laughs> I've been Dylan Reimer. You have been? Alex Chisholm. And I am still Darren Gay. And uh, 
I never know how to end these damn How about podcasts. we say goodnight? This is just where we yeah, fade out. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, good night, good night. Good night. Stay safe. The Black Dog After Dark podcast is recorded at Black Dog Video on Commercial Drive in Vancouver, Canada. It's presented by Alex Chisholm, Darren Gay, and Dylan Reimer. It is produced by Dylan Reimer and Darren Gay. Alex just kind of stands there and drinks beer. The intro and outro music was recorded by Tiger Burning Bright, composed by Jeff, who works at Jefferson's Barbershop, also on Commercial Drive. And he's a damn good hairstylist. <laughs>